Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor Rebecca and I talk about what it takes for us to get to the moment where we begin to write the sermon. We also talk about this week's messages in the series, Ordo Salutis. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching. I'm back again with Pastor Rebecca. Hey. How you doing? All right. How are you? Good summer so far, thus far. Oh, it's hot. It's very hot. Mm-hmm. Um, your first summer in Florida. But love Will- Willis Carrier more yeah. than ever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who invited, invented the air conditioning. Oh, did he? Yes. You know, as long as I've lived in air-conditioned uh, parts of the country, I did not know that. You do not praise God and thank God I am for now. Willis Carrier. I am now. Do you know that they couldn't do newspapers without air conditioning? Really? Because the papers were sticking together. You know, they couldn't have all the refrigeration for medical medicines and things uh, that, like yeah, that. I mean, yeah. there's so many things that Willis Carrier needs to be thanked for. And the computers f- and the fact, oh yeah, definitely computers mm-hmm. and the fact that that we don't melt in the Florida yes. summer. Well, I don't know how they did it fifty <laughs> years ago? They didn't do it forty years ago. They didn't have as many didn't <laughs> have as many people in Florida. It wasn't it? What definitely wasn't like the fourth most populous state in the country back then. Um, but we're beating the heat in lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ways that you and I have been beating the heat is writing sermons about yes <laughs> predestination, election, and this week. Calling. But, calling. But, but before we get into this week's uh, messages, um, you know, I want to talk about kind of what we do to kind of get in the, 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 the mental and emotional and spiritual space uh, to write the sermon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, I, I, don't, I don't think it would shock anybody to know that we prep our sermons. We, we don't just extemporaneously oh, no. start. Absolutely not. Much, much to our charismatic friend's chagrin. I had a friend one time who's charismatic. Oh, you just need to let the spirit move you. Get up there. and let, I was like, don't you think the spirit also works Monday through Saturday? And I'm relying <laughs> on the spirit to work Monday through Saturday and on Sunday. So what are some of the things that you do to kind of get – uh, ready to write the sermon mentally and emotionally. I'm not talking about the the, the commentaries and all that. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, what is it that you have to do to kind of get ready to to go and like? I pray. I pray God write this through me. Um, yeah. Write the sermon. Uh, go all the way through the proclamation of the sermon as well. Um, and I just sort of fall on on Jesus and say, "You got to do this," um, yeah. because. I don't know how I do it, um, <laughs> but I, in the end, I say, "Well, that had to be God because yeah. I couldn't have done that." Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Are there things that God prompts you to do in the middle of the journey of 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 the writing? That oh, the writing, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you have to clip your fingernails. That is vitally important. All of a sudden, um, oh, maybe I need to vacuum. Um, these things, you know, that you would never do before, but all of a sudden are vitally important. Happens then. The procrastination. Um, the procrastination, but the procrastination has um, its use yeah. too, because I might like go online and play solitaire, like mm-hmm. a game of solitaire. But that helps me to get my mind yeah. set. Best thing is just go out and drive, like go to Starbucks mm-hmm. and come back. And all of a sudden, I have all these things that this is what I'm going to talk about. This is yeah. what I'm going to do. Sometimes yeah. don't you find like, because I, I, I relate, um, 
I, I've kind of shifted my my mind to say everything that I'm doing in, in before the sermon. If I've done the prayer work, God is going to use that to get me to that that point of prayer. Yes. So, like going out to Starbucks or a coffee shop or whatever, you know, I, there I'm I'm kind of just prayerfully kind of observing. This is this is where the 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 word of God is supposed to be lived out. Right. The word of God is not lived out in my study or right. in it's my office. Walk of faith. Yeah, yes. and it's your hoping that people that go into in and out of Starbucks will be able to take the word of God with them there, right? right? And yeah. to yeah. my charismatic friends, it does feel like it's being deposited in me. Yeah. Um as I go and it yes, that that's that's how I'm going to do it. Yes, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to write it down in my cell phone, um, so, <laughs> so I don't it, forget by the time I make so it back. So <laughs> you, so when you're out and about, you you go ahead and take the notes right then and there as you're having kind of moments of inspiration. I, I have to, yeah. you know, because the other day it was during the beginning of the service. Joe Whittington got up to um, say a few things and or start the service. And I had all these wonderful, absolute, this is it, where's my pencil? And then I didn't write it down, and I still can't remember what oh, it was. Oh, that's the worst. We'll see. That's it'll the come worst. back. It'll I pray come, that it'll come back. God would bring it back. It's God's word. That's, and that's the right. thing we do have to rely on, that yes. it is not our word. Right. It's God's word. And right. that we're just, we are simply the, the, the conduits Conduit. or the, the instruments by which that moves. Yes from his 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 revelation to the people mm-hmm. um, and hopefully that they will go back to the original words and and use right. it for their lives to yeah I'm, I'm with you you know there's there there are all these things that uh, you know for me I'm a big get outside kind of person when I need to you know either walk or run usually if I know like in so the heat in the heat yeah well I'm from the south so this yeah. is not I mean this is just normal it's awful it's just, <laughs> this is just normal for us I I you know the the heat is is I I can I you know I can kind of appreciate all the seasons I really mm-hmm. can um, when it's super 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 hot I'm I am kind of longing for the spring breezes and the fall breezes and mm-hmm. and we don't get a whole lot of those here in Florida um, we don't get any winter really in Florida mm-hmm. um, very very brief. Um, cold springs or colder falls but it's still not not winter because it doesn't snow but i do like to get outside and and sometimes sit in the backyard or or walk our neighborhood or run our neighborhood and um if i know you know it's sermon writing day or it's part of the sermon writing day because you and i talked it's it's rarely Rarely, it does happen, but rarely do you sit down and, and write it. And one day, it's all done. Right, right. It, it, you know, ten hours or eight hours or whatever it is, it does happen, mm-hmm. but it is rare. Right. So, but I know if it's like the the kickoff day. So, like I always start, I always start on Mondays with. Um, an outline, like a physical outline in my notebook. Mm-hmm. Everything else I do is on computer, all my notes and everything. But the first outline is almost always handwritten in a notebook. I got tons of these. This is a green one that I got as a gift. But I, I have mm-hmm. I have a bunch of these notebooks down here. And they're all these handwritten. Sometimes the sermon looks nothing right. in the end about what this – but it's all the extra notes. But if I know I'm going into that day – this is going to be research day, outline day, whatever. Right. I, I try to start with a with a run or a walk or something outside just to get the blood flowing. And like you said, you know, you play solitaire. I play little online games. Games. Something about that uh, helps. I don't know. It's almost like restacking the blocks. Yes. You know. Yes. I, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. It's not just fun. 
I mean, no. it, is, it is fun. But it's it, kind of like recovery after surgery. You're not doing nothing. You're yeah. recovering. Your body is hard at work. Yeah. And yes. the mind has to do the same thing when right. you're just getting up for the day. You know, it helps kind of organize the mind. I, I listen to a lot of music. Um, I, I, I all types of music. I, and just it really depends on the the message. It depends on the the type of sermon it is or the type of passage of scripture that I'm unpacking, listen to a lot of music. Um, don't really talk about it a lot with people. Do you talk no. about your sermons in advance with people a no, lot? No, but I, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I've I've had seasons where I've had I've talked to people. I don't know sometimes that is good for mm-hmm. me. Sometimes it's bad because I get more confused because like then someone will say something and I really like it, mm-hmm. but then I don't really know where they're coming from or their context. You know, right. our, our former associate, he and I, because we were working on sermon series together, we would talk about those series together in advance, and those were very helpful to understand the kind of the the big picture of the series. Mm-hmm. But then when it got down to the individual sermons, we rarely talked about it because I th- I think most of the time we would find that. I may really like what he said, mm-hmm. but I really I didn't understand where he was coming from or his context, and so right. it didn't have the same I don't know impact right. or whatever. But um, and you said something just before we hit record that that sermon writing is a battle sometimes. Mm-hmm. Describe how you feel in that battle when you're when you're doing it. It's a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle to keep focused to. Um, just I guess be creative in it Um, trying to organize the thoughts Um, sometimes I just throw all these ideas down and then I have to order them and but really it comes down to the prayer of God you need to write this through me Um, I can't do this Um, and then something happens and hey there's my rough draft there it is um, yeah and I think if it's not a struggle to some extent I always have at least one part of every message is a struggle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, often, it's not the whole thing for me. But it, there's sometimes it's just I don't know what to, I don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. That's a struggle, and that will take hours just to kind of like get over the line. Sometimes right. it's I understand all the. I, it's not a struggle to understand what the, the scripture's saying and, and what I. But un, uh, a struggle to kind of like figure out how to help people apply it to their lives when yes. they're from all different walks of life. Uh, the, sometimes it's the struggle to like illustrate it appropriately um, mm-hmm. in a way that's a, a battle but or uh, that matters. But I do think that struggle is important, though. Yes. Because if we don't feel like it's a struggle, then there's less possibility we're going to be relying on God to actually do the work. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's and especially important when we, we're dealing with the kind of topics that we're talking about right now. Right. So we're right. in this ordo salutis. Well, yes. And it's been actually more of a struggle recently than before. Like you really have to. OK, how do you present this? It's probably not going to be a very popular presentation. Um, but at the same time, I want to be faithful. Yeah. Um, so what's this going to look like? So, it, and it's an idea. It's not like a concrete application. It's yeah. like an idea. Yeah. Have have there been things about this series that have been um, more of a struggle than other times that you've seen? I have to get out of the way. Okay. Um, in in the series, predestination and election. You know, uh, <laughs> there are knee jerk reactions from people yeah. when they hear that, and so. I want to get apologetic. I want to like, you know, I know nobody wants to hear this. Oh, you know, but I have to get out of the way. Yeah. Get out of the way and preach it. Yeah. Um, 
So it's been a struggle. Yeah, and I and I found and and you and I talked briefly about this uh, when we were starting the series and also just before we hit record is just that this the topics we kind of delineate them theologically and mm-hmm. there and, and if you open up reformed theology books or 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 Wesleyan Arminian theology books they they talk about these things as though they're somewhat in isolation mm-hmm. but really they're not no right? and and you mentioned before you know kind of predestination election kind of weaves its way into a lot of these things certainly we talked about uh, we, we weaved in adoption um, calling weaves in faith and mm-hmm. regeneration which are all topics that we're going to be diving into individually but there's some yes degree to say like how are we going to explain this aspect of this right in a way that matters while still being faithful to say no no, no it does kind of <laughs> weave together it's not yes, it does. you know it's not a this then this then this then this then this then this I mean, right sometimes it is but but not always and sometimes it's it's this and then it goes back to you know it's it's right. regeneration enables calling calling leads to <laughs> right it's like, which is what we both did this week you know we we had to talk about the being being brought from death to life yes and really that's part of the regeneration correct talk so that'll be covered again um, <laughs> so, yes and it was funny because i was reading for for this week's message coming up because i'm preaching on regeneration that uh, an article um, by Martin Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd Jones, where he was very clear about the point of regeneration in its relationship to faith, and and that and I was reading, and I was like, well, there's a lot of good stuff here, but man, I I just hmm. think that's a little too it's too too on the rails, you know, right. you know. So as you're diving specifically into this week's message on calling, what were the big kind of pieces that you're wanting to bring out because we we went in different directions with it we did though talking about we're all we're both on the same target we just are aiming at different parts of it so what was the stuff that you were like really wanting to hone in on um well i honed in on what we're called from and then what we're called to yeah um and that took up the bulk of the the sermon time um from death to life, from darkness to light. Yeah, I really liked how from you from bondage to freedom. Yeah, I really liked how you tied in. So I just really focused the death to life part, mm-hmm. not pulling out the image, but I really loved how you pulled out the biblical imagery of calling from 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 darkness to light. And you talked about your experiences in Israel and, and how yes. how dark and I've how rocky it is and how that image means a lot more. Because in the United States Right. There are very few places. That and, you're going to find right where it's pitch black, right, and jaggy rocks and I mean, jagged rocks. Right? We have smooth rocks yeah. in our mountains, yeah. um, and it's tree covered, and there are paths throughout. Perfectly landscaped, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so the the you had the we talked about general calling in different ways, yes, and specific we did. callings in different ways. So to explain to folks kind of. If we this is where it gets real tricky. So mm-hmm. I want people to know at home, <laughs> neither one of us was unorthodox in our usage of those terms, general and specific calls. But we were talking about different aspects of it. So your aspect, explain to folks what you what you were thinking of when you're talking about the general call. Just the call to be faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, the call to follow God, uh, as opposed to some spiritual gift. Yes. And see, I didn't talk about spiritual gifts at all. I talked right. about vocation and things like that, but use that more illustratively. I was thinking of the general call um, of salvation mm-hmm. 
to the elect and the, the non-elect. Which, which is part of the order of salvation. Yes. Uh, the spiritual gifts have nothing to do with that. So yeah. I just wanted to say, hey, look, there's different definitions for calling. Yeah. And uh, that's what makes this yes. <laughs> really confusing. Yes. Because popularly, people mm-hmm. use calling in a way like vocation. Right. And then even in the church, we use calling differently. You talked mm-hmm. about the call to ordain ministry and things like that, which is a part of the call, but it's not like what you think of the order of salvation. Right. And then you dive down, you dug down into the specific call. Well, explain kind of briefly what you what you were referring to when you talk about the specific call. Everybody has spiritual gifts that God has given to us, and we are to identify them and use them to build up the body of Christ and to be the body of Christ. Um, so everybody has a calling. Um, but often you only hear the word calling when it comes to ordained ministry for pastors, yeah. elders, and deacons. But everybody's got a calling. Yeah. And see, when I was talking about the specific call, I was really – and I used the term effectual call. So it's yes. the, where the general call to salvation to, of the gospel to everybody, elect and non-elect, becomes effectual in a person's life by the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. I didn't – I forgot that word <laughs> when I wrote it. That's okay. I didn't <laughs> – And I even said I only, to myself, there's probably a word for this. <laughs> Well, I only used it once. Okay. So, um, because we were ta- because for me it was really important to, and ma- mainly mainly because I guess maybe my experience here uh, as a pastor, you know, teaching the Bible study that I teach, I-, I I can't count how many times. I mean, same same groups of people we come across passages of scripture, and people will ask the question, well, why is it that? Two people hear the gospel message, very similar in a lot of different in a lot of ways. One says yes, and one says no. And the answer to that question is, well, they've both heard the general call of the gospel, but only one has been effectually called by the power right. of the Holy Spirit, which is when you start tying in regeneration. And I yes. knew I was and election and election mm-hmm. and faith, faith, which we're going to get mm-hmm. into regeneration. Um, yeah, and reg- I mean that that this is where it gets. And I knew I was kind of cutting out my feet for this week's message coming up because I right. really dug into it. I was like, I just can't not do it, right? right. Um, so as you're like thinking through what you want people to take home with them in this – and this is where it does get really tricky when you're talking about really – and you use the term even in your in the recorded message, the meteor topics of theology where you say to people, well, that's great, but okay, what, what – what do I do with this? <laughs> I said that? No, you didn't say that, okay. but you talked about the meteor topics, yes. right? But I think And pe- I'll say that probably every single time that's right. that we talk about the ordo salutis. Yeah, and because I think it's important people understand. Yes. This is not um, this is not Dr. Phil sermon. Right. Yes. <laughs> this is but it does have application. Yes. So where when you were moving into the application part, you had a a, a, a good portion at the end of the message where you were talking about what it means i wonder if you talk about where your what your where your head was at with that and what you wanted people to really kind of grab onto there it was that we we're in relationship with god mm-hmm. and god wants that more than anything else and god has given us ample metaphors and imagery of our relationship with god and so we need to start 
minding those things like every time we see something that can be a representation i mean you go to your even your clothing closet Mm -hmm. well there's the armor of god you know Mm -hmm. what are you going to put on today yeah um the physical mirrors the spiritual but everything i mean you see a vineyard in israel Mm -hmm. which was everywhere yeah then you think well jesus is the vine and we are the branches and pottery god is the potter we are the clay and it's in every household so that create those things for yourself when i loved what you did because you talked about the images that are in the bible but then you shifted into the images that we see that are common here right you talked about you you know you if you're in lakeland and you're driving home right more than likely because we are lakeland you're going to see a lake and 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 encouraging people to use their creativity and imaginations to understand their relationship and their their calling before God, right? And uh, so I really liked how you took the biblical image and say these. This is this is not just imagery that we're supposed to take for mm-hmm. ourselves. It is right, but it also inspires us to think about our world, right? And the examples of of God's call on us, and uh, I, you know, for it's again th- this whole ordo salutis is. To me, it's 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 important. It's in, it's interesting because we are Presbyterian. It, it defines a lot. I mean, I pulled out I pulled out a book that I started rereading. I it, the Five Points of Calvinism once again, <laughs> um, which was a lot of fun. it's been a lot of fun to get back into. That was an old seminary book that I had that was basically how the Five Points came about. Um, but what's what's lacking in a lot of those chapters is a lot of okay, well, what do I what do I do with this? Right. And I think last week we really talked about the the, the trust in the plan of God and how, how comforting that can be. And this week, okay, the calling leads to something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what does that lead us to? What does that lead us to? Um, are there parts of this series – you're not preaching every week in no. this series – but are there parts of the, the order of salvation that you – that are um, more energizing to you when you start to think about how how it connects and how it all moves together that you look at and go, man, this really does have a tremendous impact on how I see my relationship to the Lord and how I see my relationship to others. I mean, we, there's, a, there's a laundry list. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I mean, I can go through each one of them and, and pull it out. I mean, sanctification is the most applicable one. <laughs> yeah. That's us living out our faith. Um, Which you got into the holiness side of things this right. week as well, too. Well, you get called to holiness. You, yeah, it's going to be woven. Yeah. You know, all of them are going to be woven together. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because we're also using Romans 3, yeah. 28 through tw- what is it, 28 through 30. Uh, Romans which, 8. Romans 8, yeah. Romans, Romans 8. 8. Yeah, 28 through 30. Did I say 3? Yeah, you said okay. 3. You could go there, too. I mean, there's a lot <laughs> right. in Romans 3 you could do, too. Yeah, for but sure. But just it uses every word yeah. in the ordo salutis. So how can we choose one over the other? I yeah. mean, they're going to be woven together each week. So yeah. I mean, even predestination election, I was talking about callings. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be preaching about this next week. Maybe I should have waited. But it didn't pertain to what I was writing yeah. for when this you, week. And you can't just pull one out and say, right. yeah, you know, I think that's – it's because God's economy of salvation for us is 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 so stacked on top of one another that we right. can't just separate it all out and, and pick and choose. Um, has there been anything that's been super, have you been surprised by anything so far in this series? 
Um, I've been surprised at how well received um, this has been. Yeah. Um, people just seem to be really excited that yeah. we're doing this and really excited that we're just covering these difficult topics. Yeah. Um, and some people are still wrestling with it, and they'll probably wrestle forever along with me and everyone yeah. else. Which we talked um, about that last week. Right. The wrestling is part of the faith journey. Right. right. Um, yeah. But I'm just surprised at how well people are just enjoying this yeah. and and being moved by it. So, I, I, I mean, that was my prayer. No. Okay, take this God and yeah. and use it. Well, we both been um. praying that prayer. <laughs> like, okay, uh. but you know, I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, I I had folks even after the service on Sunday, and then we talked uh, on the on the podcast last week about the reaction people had to the predestination election. Actually, I get excited when people demonstrate their ability to wrestle with these things mm-hmm. and their desire to wrestle with yes. these things. To me, that's exciting. That is. I mean, I get it. It's. It's exciting when people just take take the word of God at face value and they sure. say yes. I'm gonna. That's exciting too. But it's it's really exciting when people want to struggle with it. Yes, they they want to be sharpened. They yes. they want to be you know like built up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been cool. And it's been really um, refreshing. Yes, it has. They haven't just said, you know what, this is just. Too much, just too and much. just ignore it. It's too heavy. Yeah, it's too heavy. Yeah, dismiss it. Where are we going to have lunch? You yeah, know? we're going to skip out after the the the, <laughs> la- the second hymn or whatever. We're going to, yeah, you know. And I, I, that's actually it. May be on me that I that I didn't um, didn't think people would. Maybe that's and, and who knows. Mm-hmm. We've we've gotten you know a handful of positive emails and responses and things yes. which has been great but but we don't hear what's going on in the parking lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe we will now that we've said that but uh, but but i but uh, you know i think it, people do want to make this their, their own and mm-hmm. and especially those that have been presbyterian for a long time right but they kind of just like kind of ignored some of this stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah it's been pleasant that's for the pastors that's for the pastors right. that's for the those who are called yeah. uh, oh wait a minute there we go wait i'm also called dang it <laughs> well this week um pastor john's back in yes. the pulpit um in classic i'll be back in vine uh for those that are attending vine i did not mention this uh we weren't not entirely sure we will still be meeting in the youth hall for this week as we renovate uh the floors um hopefully they'll be stained but the smell we're still a little leery of so we don't want to make anybody sick so we'll be in the youth hall which is a great kind of more intimate setting for us um it is july 3rd uh so when we will have the the sermon uh, on sunday so the day before independence day that does not mean and john's birthday and john's birthday that does not mean you're free to skip church just because it's July third. That's right. People will anyway, but it does, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so I'll be back in 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 Vine. John will be in Classic, talking about as we've already said, regeneration, and uh, I'm I'm excited about about this topic. About yes. The 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 new birth that we get in uh, in our in our relationship with the Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you missed this Sunday, uh, miss Rebecca's sermon this Sunday, my sermon this Sunday, check out our website, fpclakeland.org. Worship uh, worship page has the sermon archives where you can see the complete 
uh, the complete service on uh, through YouTube. Uh, if you've missed any one of our episodes of Armchair Preaching, check out our podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. It really is great to subscribe so you get notified when we drop a new episode. You can like it on any one of those outlets and share it through social media. Um, it helps people get connected with what's going on here. And uh, Rebecca, thanks once again for sitting down. Thank you. Maybe maybe we'll talk about uh, more of our favorite things next time. All right. <laughs> All right. Catch you later. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.